how my dog Pumpkin helped me binge less and really helped me in my recovery with food. Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. So I got her during grad school back in 2016, 2017. And at the time I was in LA and pumpkin for reference is a little chihuahua papillon mix. So she is this little fluffy long haired chihuahua with big old ears. I think they're called butterfly ears. She is the cutest little thing. And at the time I was just in the middle of grad school and things were kind of ramping down. And I thought, what a great idea to get a dog during grad school. So I started to foster dogs at the shelter. It was actually a rescue foundation. And they sent me two photos. They sent me one photo of Pumpkin and she looked like she had crazy eyes. Her eyes were open super big. She was really frantic. She had like all four arms splayed out when someone was carrying her. And I was like, oh my God, this dog looks wild. And the other dog was a black and white. It's kind of like an Oreo cookie colored dog. And I can't remember what it was, but it was also quite small, just like pumpkin size, but more like a terrier. But when I got to the foster location, I looked at pumpkin. I looked at that Oreo colored cookie and I was like, you know, Pumpkin looks really cute. And at the time, her name was Shirley Temple. And I was like, oh, my God, what a name. So I took my little Shirley Temple home. She had just gotten spayed. So she was knocked out. And I was like, wow, she is the cutest little dog. She's so quiet. So she's so calm. She's just napping in my lap. I fell in love immediately. Lo and behold, fast forward a few days, she had come out of her anesthesia and she was running around like a crazy thing, but still to me, the most adorable thing on earth. So I quickly put in my application and I officially adopted her and I have not looked back and I do not regret a single day. I don't know how I lived life all of those years, all of those 25 years without a dog because she really completes me in so many ways. So anyways, my relationship with food back at that time was kind of on the last stages of, you know, binge eating here and there, but it wouldn't be for days or weeks on end. I would maybe have one binge and then the next day it'll kind of go back to normal, but it would always be like one binge every few weeks or every here and there that would make me still feel on edge around food. Like, oh, when is it going to come next? Right. When am I going to, when am I going to lose control again? But I think at the time, what really helped was having roommates. I think in under or in grad school, I had two roommates. They were always home. So I can't just premeditatively have a binge, right? I can't just have two people like sitting in the living room and I'm just shoveling food in. So that was one thing that really helped. But having pumpkin, I think what that did for me was it helped me set a structure. It helped me set a routine of mood boosting activities. For example, I needed to get up and walk outside multiple times a day, every single day without fail in the rain, in the sun. There was a lot of sun in LA, but you get the point. Like I had to go outside first thing in the morning and something about that routine, it was just enough of a mood boost first thing where it made me want to take care of myself the rest of the day, or it made me want to do fun things or interesting things. If you've ever been in a period of life of your life where you've been really routine, that probably really helps you gain the momentum and energy to get through your day and do the things that you want to do. 
And that's what exactly Pumpkin did. And if anything, she was my little self-soothing ball of fur because the way that she is, she just kind of wants to sit on your lap and just be pet. Like she could care less about the beach, going on a hike, meeting new dog friends. Like those things are so not of interest to her. She is the most hard to get dog you will ever meet, but she loves a good pet and she loves a good treat and she is only food driven. So like if you have food, she's yours. But in any case, I think what was missing in my life back then that pumpkin brought was how much she just wanted to be with me and how much she depended on me. This is so cheesy, but when you don't have anything that depends on you or when you don't have anything that looks at you with so much love, not that, I don't know, sometimes I get confused. Like, is it love or is it like I'm going to give her food? But that amount of care that the dog has for you and vice versa. She made me want to take care of myself as I was taking care of her. And those are all really good things. So she got me out of the house. She looked at me with love. And because of that, I probably felt more positively about myself. Whenever we feel more positively about ourselves, we want to do more good for ourselves, right? The analogy that I always tell my patients is if I gave you two cars, one car is a rinky dinky old thing. It like is super dusty and the the paint is like literally rusting and one of the tires is coming loose versus a second car. Um, I gave you a brand new shiny Porsche. Which one do you think you will clean and wash and polish more often? Most likely the shiny new Porsche. I know if I when I got my new car and it was actually a nice car, I was like, Every month I would take it to the wash versus my old like Nissan Leaf. I like didn't even want to look at it. I like wash it once a year, if that. So the fact that a dog looks at me and like thinks of, so fondly of me, it makes me think better of myself. And so I want to clean and polish and do good things for myself too. And so it was a win-win. And to compare and contrast that with the two cats that I had, the two cats that I had at home, first of all, like didn't really play with me and they didn't really need me. That lack of need was like, okay, well, why am I here? It didn't make me feel better about myself. I was just like, oh, we're living on two different planes of earth. You just happen to breathe the same air, but we don't do the same things, which is like, I guess, comforting, but it really didn't do the same thing that my dog does for me today. And whenever my boyfriend is out of town or I'm just home alone, I think she staves off the feeling of loneliness. And as an only child, I felt lonely all the all the time growing up in a young adulthood. Every single moment I was like in my head alone by myself. Sometimes that's really great, right? We get to be really introspective, reflect a lot, think a lot about life. But sometimes if you're latching onto food, because that's the thing that's keeping you occupied, it just like spirals you into all of these food thoughts and whatever it is that doesn't need to take up your brain space. And so with a pumpkin, like it doesn't with pumpkin, it doesn't feel as empty when she's here with me. I'm I'm not left solely to my own thoughts. I have to pet her. She is a warm body. And I think I don't need to eat as much because there's a warm presence in my my space. So really having a dog was threefold. One, the structure of like getting out of the house and doing mood boosting activities every day. Um, always, always helped. Two was the fact that, yeah, feeling good about myself because I'm taking care of something else. And three, 
it just kind of takes away some of that emptiness. And if you don't have a pet, if you don't have a dog or a cat or a ferret or a fish, I'm not going to tell you that a pet is the answer, but what, what it will say amongst the satellite of things I was doing for myself back then, which was, you know, journaling and hiking and you know having pumpkin to take care of and being occupied about my career and school and also trying to be filled in my relationships with friends and developing the relationship with my boyfriend, all of that added together to be the sum of my recovery. And so if I were to quantify the role that pumpkin had across the board, I think she probably had to do with like 20% of my recovery. Yeah. 20 to 30, I would say. And then my boyfriend, maybe another like 30 to 40. And then my ability to be better at communicating with people, with myself, with friends, another 30 to 40. I know those are like big sweeping umbrella sort of categories. I'm sure there's other things that I'm forgetting, but really, yeah. Learning how to communicate with others and with like understanding my emotions were huge. Like I knew what I needed more. Once I knew what I needed, I could then convey that to friends and family and people. And I would just get my needs met more often and vice versa. I could meet their needs um, and not have so much resentment or whatever it is pile up. Um, having a fulfilling relationship with my boyfriend also is just like a nice thing to have a stable grounding source in my life. And pumpkin is another grounding source. And so maybe if this resonates with you, this is the first time I'm actually thinking about this for myself, but it really was a serendipitous coming together of so many important pieces of my life. And they all go back to relationships. I think for me, all three were relationships. I strengthened relationships with friends. I strengthened a romantic relationship and I strengthened my relationship with my dog. That was a secret for me. And I had also therapy and support and all of that too, but relationships, support. That's all it took. And I think I remember reading this study, a study on rats, and was it alcoholism? I really should look it up. But the rats who had addiction issues, the rats who were on their own, isolated, alone, had a much, much higher chance of relapsing into the addiction they had versus the rats that were in this like rat park. It was literally like a community of rats. <laughs> and the rat that was placed in that like cute little rat park with all their friends, like, had a much, much lower chance of relapsing into that addiction. So if you are ever struggling with anything in your life, whether it's food, binging, whatever it may be, make sure your focus, at least one of your focuses is on strengthening the relationships in, in your life. You know, I bought, I adopted mine. Um, I adopted her from, from the Rescue Foundation. That was an easy in. And it's a, very, it's a privilege to be able to have a dog, house a dog, feed a dog, but that was the easiest one for me out of all three. And so I hope you get something out of this podcast. This was a fun realization for me. I, Whenever I get the chance to talk about my dog, I will talk about her. She is the cutest thing that I think I've ever laid eyes on. She's my favorite thing in the entire world. Sometimes when my boyfriend leaves out of town or I leave out of town, I only miss her and not him. And he gets very jealous. But it is true. She is my favorite. She's the only thing I think about. And I make money and I make a living for her. So I am that millennial who has no kids and she is my baby. So you'll be seeing a lot of pumpkin if you haven't already on my social media. So until next time, I'll talk to you next week. 
Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Craving Food Freedom Podcast. If you like what you hear, I hope you'll subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and please leave a review. I love hearing from you. Until next time, I will be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey towards food freedom.